see more innovation in packaging and processing at Pack Expo International than anywhere else in the world. It's the show that defines where the industry is headed, with the solutions that define where your business can go. Discover cutting-edge packaging technology, processing equipment, new materials, sustainable solutions, supply chain resources, and much, much more. You'll walk away with innovative solutions to challenges big and small. Register at PackExpoInternational.com. You're listening to Unpacked with PMMI, where we share the latest packaging and processing industry insights, research, and innovations to help you advance your business. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Unpacked with PMMI. Today, I welcome back old friend Donna Ritson, president of DDR Communications, and we take a close look at the Cobot and Robot Report from the PMMI Business Intelligence Committee. Donna delves into how robots and cobots are being utilized in manufacturing. She also explores where the cobots and robots are being deployed in packaging and processing and what more industry professionals need to further advance usage. Let's have a listen. So with all the fancy introductions out of the way, welcome back to the podcast, Donna Ritson. Hi, Sean. It's always a pleasure to be here and speaking to your listeners out there from PMMI. Yes, the pleasure is all ours. I guess before we dive into the the current trends that are kind of shaping the development and the use of robots in manufacturing, could you give us a quick rundown of what's going on in the overall robotics industry in general? Um, the market for robots in manufacturing, what we've really seen is steady growth. We did a report in 2019 and they've continued to uh, gain capabilities in the last decade. They're opening more doors to new applications. One of the most important developments we've seen in the robotics industry really has been the expansion into new markets. And what's interesting to note is that the um, IFR has reported that this is the first time that robotics uh, orders for non-automotive business have surpassed the automotive industry. And, And that's a pretty significant trend. Yeah, it's it's a big change from previous years because it really shows us how deeply robots are really penetrating other areas of manufacturing. And that certainly applies to our audience here of um, processing and packaging. And if we take a look at what we learned from the interviews, over half of the people that we talked to, the CPG companies, and that was across beverage and food and personal care and pharma, household products, agriculture, um, really all the CPG industries that um, our members service, predict that the CPGs are predicting they're going to be spending more on robots and cobots in the next few years. So I think we're going to see this switch of more robotics in industries beyond automotive continuing to grow interesting because we've been hearing about it in dribs and drabs for years but you know now we are we're kind of pushing over 
sort of the, the tipping point, I guess. So I guess what is what is driving this growth with our CPGs? Well, what we've been hearing, um, certainly in the last couple of years and, and with the uh, industry that we've talked about right now in, in terms of this particular report, um, we really explore a, a number of different factors that are um, increasing the deployment of robots and cobots across processing and packaging. Um, and it really can be explained in two main categories. If we look at this from a need and a capability standpoint, and, and let me explain that a little bit further. Um, operations have a greater need now than ever to increase their efficiency, their throughput, the accuracy at which they operate. Um, and this is at top line dealing also with labor shortages. We know that that continues across the industry, across every industry. And robots are really poised perfectly now to provide that solution that really can really impact and have a significant change on these challenges that CPGs are facing. And if we really look at robot capability, which is need and capability, the capability has greatly increased in, the, in really just the last few years, um, really allowing robots to be deployed to more tasks across the plant floor. And for manufacturing operations, this means more efficiency, um, more accuracy to accomplish a greater number of tasks. So simply put, CPG operations have a greater need now than ever before for the advantages that robots and cobots offer. And now those capabilities are available, um, able to take on more tasks. Interesting. Okay, so then what are some of these, the capability advancements that you, you just talked about that are driving robot growth? What is it that's making them better suited for roles outside of automation and outside of, you know, large scale things where we can use them more intimately in processing and packaging operations. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sean, the advancement in robots has really been significant and mainly they continue to get smarter. Um, AI supported robots, they're far more adaptable. It allows them to perform many more tasks in the manufacturing space. I'll give you a couple examples. So robots are visually inspecting products at a high rate of speed and accuracy. They're able to pick multiple items and pack multiple cases simultaneously. They're even able to pick and make the decision of what size carton they might use. And the true challenge that we found out and, and continue to hear, and, and it's not anything new, um, but the true challenge for CPG manufacturers has really been finding the best applications where this efficiency and accuracy can, can best be used, particularly with the growing capabilities that robots and cobots offer manufacturing now. Okay, so with... With something you just said, I wanted to touch on that a little bit more. You've mentioned labor shortages, and we've been talking about that in almost every podcast we do here. 
um, the workforce. You know, it is a crisis at this point that they're they're dealing with. It's affecting the entire manufacturing industry. So how are these? shortages then impacting the robotics decisions. You're absolutely right, Sean. And and we have chatted about this in many podcasts, and it's certainly written everywhere in the news that labor shortages are affecting all manufacturing. And let's look at this from from two different standpoints, Um, from purchasing and operational. So from a purchasing standpoint, Robots order, the robot orders really have benefited manufacturers who are struggling to fill positions and even retain employees. An interesting statistic um, that really shows this this problem growing, there's going to be 2 million jobs that are unfilled expected by 2030. That doesn't seem so far away. No. And when we think about it, how fast time goes, it's sooner than we think. But the need for that labor at manufacturers, it's immediate and acute. And and robots can help alleviate this burden by taking on more tasks, filling those positions that are hard to find, and freeing up the employees that they have to be utilized elsewhere in, in their organization. And from an operational standpoint, the lack of labor it's really causing a greater strain on manufacturers when it comes to identifying and deploying and operating robot-based solutions. They don't necessarily have the skill set and the depth of experience. So as they struggle to find employees with this adequate knowledge and skill base, um, there really is a key area where manufacturers, they're turning to suppliers for help. So that one uh, is catching me a little bit. So when you say manufacturers are turning to their suppliers for help with robotics, are we just talking training to use them? Like what specifically are they seeking help with? Well, what we found in the report and what the report shows, Sean, is that CPGs, they're looking for help really just about everywhere. Obviously, every CPG manufacturer, they have their own unique needs depending on what they're manufacturing. But we heard that the CPGs are continuously looking to their suppliers to help them identify robot applications. Where can we put this where it's going to be most efficient? And to help them develop a comprehensive plan, sort of a business case that helps them justify the deployment and help them manage the installation and the integration and the training, as you mentioned, and even the remote monitoring of the robotics maintenance needs. And one of the most important findings that we did learn from this report is CPG manufacturers are really looking for that close partnership. They want suppliers that will be proactive in educating them, as we just mentioned, helping them integrate installations and and helping them actually identify where and, and how they should be used most efficiently to really achieve their production goals. So did they identify any other things, uh, hurdles that are that are keeping them from adopting robots beyond a lack of robotics expertise? Absolutely, definitely. There are some obstacles and we report it very succinctly in the report. So some of the obstacles they're looking to overcome Obviously, one of the ones we we know is the biggest hurdle is the slump in the supply chain. OEMs are also even reporting difficulty in finding 
source materials and components and and the different uh, parts that they need, which really gets translated into extended lead times for the actual finished machines, um, as well as getting that machine integrated into an operation. So wait times um, for finished robots, it's many months longer than it used to be. Um, and another key challenge is to overcome the cost. Um, CPG manufacturers, we just heard over half of them are spending more on robotics right now, um, but they need justification for that project and what, how that project is going to impact their business. So the CPGs are really looking for comprehensive cost evaluations, um, including TCO, total cost of ownership, and ROI. So manufacturers and, and the OEMs that can help these CPG manufacturers build this business case are really the types of suppliers that the CPGs are looking for. Yeah, in my, in my personal opinion, that's the, the thing that I've heard has been the hardest part is kind of getting the, you know, the C-suite upstairs to get on board with recognizing the, the, the ROI on incorporating robotics and automation because sometimes the upfront costs can be, you know, so expensive. But I guess in your opinion, beyond that, with all this information you've given us, is there something that you feel is the most important message that readers should take away from this report? Well, I think the, the biggest message that we've heard um, year over year is that robot and cobot usage continues to grow. Certainly robot continues to grow. Cobots are finding their niche along the manufacturing line and the report gets into significant detail about both of the adoption across the entire line and in, in processing and in packaging and secondary packaging and transport packaging, it gives really good detail of exactly where these robots and cobots are being deployed. But what we've really learned is that the CPG manufacturers, they're looking for suppliers who can provide turnkey services, help them identify these applications, help them monitor the maintenance that's needed, as I mentioned earlier about that. They're looking for suppliers who really will work with them to educate their employees and train them and be there for them on a consistent basis to really help them get to a successful implementation and operation of a robot or a cobot that's really helping them eliminate labor. So they really want a partner who kind of bottom line, they're going to take the time to understand their operations, help them stay informed, and really give them realistic expectations of where they could find um, robotic efficiency. So I guess is, is a bottom line, they can really say CPG manufacturers, they want suppliers, they want partnerships beyond just suppliers, they really want to form strong relationships um, that are going to really help understand their unique needs and, and bring a greater level of success to their operations. And I, I feel, again, that that collaboration piece is something that we've heard a lot of, particularly with since the beginning of the pandemic, as something that's going to be crucial because, you know, everyone had to kind of work together during the, the times when things were shut down and there were lockdowns. So there's, 
there's so much more though that we we can learn about how when and where these robots um, are being used in the manufacturing and packaging space and to do that get the full report from the pmmi business intelligence committee robots and cobots an automated future and that can easily be downloaded at pmmi.org backslash research. I want to thank you again, Donna, for taking time out of the day to come on here with us. Sean, it's been a pleasure. I hope your listeners gain some great insight, both on the supplier side and the manufacturing side. It's really a tremendous report. Please rate, review, and subscribe. To do that, go to the iTunes podcast or Spotify app on your phone and search for Unpacked with PMMI.